Hello, Panther fans. Howdy. And howdy. 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 Welcome to another edition of the Hail Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School, class of 2010. To the left of me is the owner of the Honeycomb Hideout, the Precipice Porch, where he centers his chi, the the master of chi, and our Hall of Famer. Man, Doug, you've got more nicknames. I know. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like Apollo Creed on yeah. Rocky. The master of disaster, <laughs> the king of staying, <laughs> the count of Montefisto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Douglas Bowers, Pikeville High School, class of 1997. And then, of course, over across the table from me, is my idiot brother, Heath Robinson, Pikeville High School, class of 1995. And then I have to introduce the man behind the keyboard, Mr. Corbindale Robinson. Corbin. Corbindale, the alpha male. The, the alpha producer. male, the producer. He's not allowed to talk, but Should. no good behind that computer. Not talking, but he's the one that makes this whole thing go. So Don't touch his knobs. I'm not ever <laughs> touching his knobs again. All right, That's, never. We had a little bit of a voice problem. Yeah, just, uh, and, and I, I'd I don't say, know what to say right now, guys. <laughs> just to let know. everyone know, uh, so because I've got a lot of um, messages about it and everything. Yes, I am vaccinated. Okay, I want everyone to know that. And no, I'm not an alien, a farm animal. Yeah, right. He's, he's yeah. got antlers right now. You look kind of normal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm completely fine. Okay, I'm okay. We need to disregard the negativity out there with yeah. this like vaccine stuff. Like, there's no one that I know that should say I care too much about what I put into my body and stuff. Like, man, we know the science is there. These drug companies know how to make vaccines. This is a solid thing. We all need to do it because we need to have herd immunity. Okay. Yeah. And this is how you do it. If seventy percent of the population doesn't get it. It's gonna hurt us in the long run. Yeah, so we we need to everybody just go get the vaccination. I'm I'm, I'm sure you'll see seventy percent of the population do it. Uh, I'm you know what, I feel fine and I want this over with, as bad as anybody. That's why I decided to take it. I made a decision for myself to take this. I take another one here in a couple of weeks, and I think I'm going to be fine. I've I've got faith I'll be fine. So yeah, no that's my message to everybody is a. Let's get this over with, and let's go get vaccinated, and let's get this thing beat, you know, Boom. so we can have football season next year with a thousand, two thousand fans again, and ten thousand, ten thousand at the state championship game. Be very nice to see it back to normal. All right, guys, let's get into the show. Uh, shout outs. I'm gonna let Bub go first. I'm calling you out. Go first. Um, well, my shout out is to our sponsor, Bruce Walters. Yes. Happy yesterday, birthday. Yesterday yeah. was Bruce's birthday. Uh, I told him I got a ter- got him a terrible towel for his birthday. <laughs> the Steelers and the Bengals were playing, and he uh, uh, let me know no no uncertain terms that they just run out of toilet paper. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but anyway, happy birthday, Bruce. You know, we all love you to death, brother, and thank you so much for what you do and you're not just a sponsor, you're a friend, yeah. too. Hey, guys, doing an awesome job, too, uh, supporting restaurants in Pikeville. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Doing, a, doing a great job. And, yeah. and you know, this – I hate that this happened, but it's really cool that you're seeing why we are the community that we are. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. you see people going out of their way every single day. You see people at the school, you know, delivering lunches and everything yeah. else. and It's just really cool to see. Absolutely. It, it is. It, it uh, kind of reaffirms 
what you believe about where you live. You know? Well, when times got tough, you saw people in the community get tougher. Yeah. You know, and you got, it's not just, it's a lot of us, man. Yeah. You know, like, it's just really cool to see. I think that's what kind of makes us Pikeville. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Doug, you got any shout yeah. out? KHSAA. Uh, you don't hear this much, but, uh, you know, I, you have to give them a high five for, you know, letting us play football. You know, I watched every championship game, you know, here on my phone and the TV, but, uh, just to get that far. When yeah. I remember at the beginning, people were like, we're never playing football. It won't yeah. happen. And then and, it started. People was like, we'll yeah. never get the season out. And, you know, and, and we did. And, you know, you saw some people opt out and not play, but none of the contenders. You know, it, and it, and I get that sometimes, but it was just awesome that some of these kids got the chance to compete and to win a state title and it not be one of those just give them the trophy because the other team had COVID or something. Yeah, you know? we didn't do like West Virginia did. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and we didn't see transmission at football games. No. So, to me, it looks like outdoor sports are safe. Yeah. I mean, with a little bit of care. Yeah. You know, like, did it hurt us, guys? We, we stood together at those games. Did it hurt us to wear a mask and watch football games? No. Uh, I mean, all three of us, we pretty well watch games together all the time. Yeah. But we want, we've always wanted to be in a place where it's just us. Yeah. And we can just focus on the game. We don't go there to socialize. Mm-hmm. No. You know, you've got some people that just go there yeah. to kind of see who's out and talk yeah. about everything in the world. But the game, you know, they don't realize the game's going on. Yeah. Us, and, you know, there's others too. But uh, the biggest thing is we just want to get somewhere where we can watch the game. So it really wasn't anything different for any of us. Yeah. No. That's what I mean. It really wasn't a big deal. No. So, you know, it just takes a little, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. So, All right. Just to be just to be completely honest, all right, during the, the heat of the year, yeah, it got a little annoying, but I got through it, you know, and I got yeah. used to it. It was fine, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when it got colder and stuff like that, and I was wearing a mask, low-key, low it, it felt fine to me. Yeah. It felt yeah. great it, to it, have it that. It didn't bother me as bad. Yeah. 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 And it, Campbell it, was telling me, he was like, man, I can wear this all day. Don't yeah, really yeah at racing game the first yeah. year when it was 90 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah I was like, nah. But, you know, even then, I saw those cheerleaders. Shout out to them. The Raceland cheerleaders and the Popwell cheerleaders had yeah. those masks on. They didn't take them off the whole game. Yeah. You know, I mean, just people want to play some football and have that. Well, you know, whether you go to socialize, whether you go to watch the game, whether you've got kids playing, people want that football game. You know, they that that's a lot of these small communities. That's the soul of their town. Yeah. You know, um, so I was just glad that the KHSAA got behind it, and especially those leaders on the uh, – Control board. Right. You know, shout out to them. So that, that's my shout out for the week. All yeah. right. Well, I mean, they kept it going even yeah. at the first part of the year when a lot I mean, of people there was, didn't want to see a it. lot of people going crazy because Especially they were even Jefferson thinking County. about playing. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, you're, you're, the KHSAA is not stupid. They know which way their bread's buttered. And, you know, Jefferson County is their biggest county and got the most schools in it that paid the most dues to the KHSAA. Yeah. And, I'm just glad that they took the whole state into consideration as opposed to just Jefferson County or just Fayette County yeah. or just, you know, where your bigger cities are, you know, suburban Cincinnati up in northern Kentucky. Yeah, I think it took politics out of it. Yeah. I think when they decided, hey, we're going to play, you don't want to, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to play. And I think that helped made people, okay, well, you don't want to see mass transfers. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, Ten miles away, somebody. Well, I mean, football. even the governor yeah. of our state was advising against it. And yeah. They done it anyway. Yeah. So, and the, you know, the, uh, 
like you said before, not, to my knowledge, and Lord knows if if it if it would have happened anywhere in any corner of this state, it would have been all over the place. Oh, yeah. You know, a, a COVID, you know, players got yeah, it from, if, you know. If football was like a super spreader. Yeah. Okay, you know, and that's what I'm saying. And we talked about that before. Let's try and play. Yeah. I remember having this conversation. Right. Let's try. If yeah. it's bad, let's year. back off. Yeah. You know, that's common sense. So, But what did we find out? Nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. So think about if we had just canceled football. It would have done It nothing. would have drove yeah. everybody crazy. It would yeah. Have. I, I really think it would have. It, it would have drove the kids and crazy. The, I think it was and, kind of our fear. And you know what? Year, a lot really. of it was, yeah. And you know what? That's why I want to, I wanted to get this, you know, to make sure that next year we don't have to go through this stuff anymore. Yeah. That we get to play, every team gets to play, and no worries about getting sick. Right. And, so, and it is man, uh, not mandated, but it is uh, guidelines is when you do get the vaccination, then you know, in the next week or two, actually, it, this is the cool thing. This wasn't supposed to happen this soon. Yeah. The fact we have such an awesome hospital is the only reason people are getting vaccinated yeah. at the hospital because it was kind of a week early. Yeah, uh, and it's because they're considered one of the eleven hospitals in the state that are critical care hospitals. Yeah, and have the freezers to accommodate it, and uh, you know they're trying to get their staff vaccinated so that they can start on everyone else. Yeah, and there's been some talk out there about that, but uh, you know, guys, it the va- the real vaccinations are going to start next week. So you know, it's just I'm just glad our hospital's in good shape. Our doctors and nurses don't have to worry as yeah, much. Yeah, the hospitals are really stepped up through all this. Yeah, and, and I, the you, health you gotta department. give them credit. Yeah. And the yeah, health so, department. Yeah. Tammy Riley, big yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. So. Shout out to PMC yeah. and my place of uh employment. So Yeah, and yeah. I've seen a lot of counties not go this way. Right. Yeah. It looks like what what we have is great leadership. You know, you got Ray Jones, our county judge executive, you got Tammy, uh the head of the health department, and you got our hospital that are really working together in our schools. It's just, it's, we've got good leadership right. that, that are, and it's really just management. It's just, they're managing it well. Right. Can bad things happen or mistakes? Yeah. Yeah. But they are doing awesome. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Now my shout outs, usual shout outs are to, uh, Dustin Boyd for our amazing theme music, our amazing logos, uh, dude does a terrific job for us. We gotta get Dustin on there in the basketball part. Yeah, well. I don't know if Dustin's gonna be on. I'll talk du- to Dust- him. But... Dustin's the next PHS basketball player. Yeah, his yeah. music's great. Yeah, his he's got great beats. Yeah. He does a great job with that. Uh, if you have he's, any he's been, questions, he's been instrumental, man. He's yeah, yeah. You have any questions? You want him to help you out with any kind of beats or anything like that? Just message him on Facebook. It's just Dustin Boyd. You'll see his two beautiful baby girls on there. Uh, he's a great friend of mine, one of my best friends, and uh, I really, family. We, yeah, he's family. So I really appreciate that. We love you, Dustin, and thank you. Uh, also, a shout out to Blake Branham. Mm-hmm. He always shouts us out on his podcast. He oh, loves the guess what? what? Guess whose birthday's tomorrow? Matt Branham. Oh God, turns the big three eight. So oh, happy man. birthday yeah. to Matt Branham. Hey, I'm almost forty. <laughs> uh, you can check him out also on Facebook. Thirty eight. That means I'm going to be forty now. Uh, five years or something. <laughs> he is like the fourth best quarterback in five years. He's important. You know, you can check him out on that mountain fisherman thing too, though. Yeah. He's always on TikTok yeah. now. He's on everything. That's man. kind of his passion project, yeah. man. But I, I made the mistake asking him one time, like, hey, man, where, where do you fish at? He's like, no good fisherman's ever going to tell you that. 
Never well, Bateman was ever on TV that year. But he does a terrific job coaching, does a terrific job on his uh, Facebook with that Mount Fisherman stuff. So big shout out to him. Yeah, they do. Um, big shout out to our other sponsors, uh, Child, Mr. Connor Ratliff, going down to play in the, uh, what was that, the All-Star? Uh, Kentucky All-Star. Kentucky FBU, All-Star. FBU, uh, Kentucky All-Star game. Yeah. And uh, he actually got some playing time. And let me yeah. tell you something. If you watched his highlights, yeah, that yeah. kid can play. And there he was, is going uh, to be a Brandon, future star. Brandon here. Anthony, another, our standout yeah. uh, linebacker on the junior high team. I think we had two or three uh, We had two or three that. kids. Yeah. So, congratulations to all of them for yeah. making it and going down there and really. Yeah. Hey, uh, they lost a, one game to Texas. Yeah, yeah, 14 to 8. So, they gave them everything they wanted. And and, that's a Texas. And, guys, and the people that don't know this, Texas is like – the uh, capital the of football yeah. in America. Okay, high Texas school football, in Florida, yeah. Georgia. You know, even Louisiana. That that's kind of the the capital of football. So yeah, Friday you know, night, I actually turned on and listened to Odessa Permian yeah. play and uh, played South Lake Carroll in their regional championship. So many good they got games. killed, and their oh, stadiums man. seat like eighty thousand. I mean, huge yeah. high school stadiums. Yeah, yeah, but man, it, it's I, just really cool. I would yeah. love to go down there sometime and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Mark Wheeler has. Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Yeah, he he travels with Corps of Engineers with yeah. hurricane stuff, and he's got to go down there. But and he's like, it's a religion. Yeah. So, but but also they won a game. They beat Washington like pretty handily, thirty-two 30, to nothing. I believe thirty-two to nothing. Final score. So, so those boys all. Represented the uh, this school and and this state very very well and and uh, we're all really proud of he, him. So you even uh, we even heard uh, Coach Stoops, UK's head coach, talk about how much better Kentucky high school football has been getting. Like I think they have seven early signees in this recruiting class, yeah. which is like a record. Usually, if we get one guy, you know, hey, yeah, great, you know, in state recruiting, but. I'll tell you, I hope the basketball moves that direction. I, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't good. For the first time since 1926, yeah, we are they one just, and five. Man, the, the, the basketball team just don't get it right now, but hopefully they will and they'll get better. The only really ray of light that I see with that group is normally they're really good offensively to start the year, but yeah. they're not very good defensively. Yes, well, this, opposite. this is completely opposite. So maybe, you know, as the – Season goes on, they'll they'll try to gel a little bit better offense. And um, we will talk a little bit basketball later. You yeah, know, we're gonna take a two week hiatus. Yeah, which we'll learn yeah, later. This is our and last show of the year. Listen, uh, just to let you guys know, it, it, we're gonna take next weekend off where it's Christmas and the holidays and New the weekend years. after. Yeah, but, it'll be around New Year's and stuff. So you know, give give everybody time to. And then we're gonna go there. full full bore into basketball. preseason basketball. Uh, stuff like that. It's going to be great. And we've already got some guests lined up. It's going to be really cool basketball season this year, too. But I will say this tonight. Uh, I will announce what I'm going to do. It's going to be a little special holiday gift for you guys since uh, apparently my Facebook is acting up. Uh, I will have all three of the episodes that maybe you missed it, maybe you caught it, all on one big bundle pack for free yeah. for you guys. I went to uh, uh, the chiropractor on Friday and uh, – What's her name? Paulette Stapleton. Brian Stapleton. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ain't you guys made any more podcasts? I, I know. Like, yeah, we made like three. She's like, well, I just heard the one, the Hazard pregame was the last one I heard. I was like, Lord, no, we made three more. Sometimes. Hey, guys, listen. So, yeah, Even just, if I don't have it on Facebook, 
like we've told you all before, just subscribe to Apple Podcast or subscribe to Spotify, and it automatically comes on your phone. It's it's free. And it's free. You can get it on your phone or computer. But anyway. (laughs) when When you hit the podcast button on your phone, there's an app. It's right on your phone. It comes on it. Like, JR's got a whole you know, tutorial. Yeah, he's got yeah. a tutorial, but when you hit the podcast button, it comes up and there's a search bar on there. And you just put Hail Podcast, it pops right up, hit it. That's how you get and it. And then go up there to subscribe and you'll get all of yeah. our episodes as soon as they drop. I mean, that's yeah. just plain If you subscribe, you get them the second we put them on. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to search. Yeah. So that's good. And also, uh, before, I mean, I know we've already mentioned them, but I want to do it again. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Bruce Walters Ford and Faith Pharmacy. Uh, both of those com- uh, both of those people have done a terrific job helping us out, getting this podcast, uh, getting it up off the floor. I'll say it a million times. I'll oh, say yeah. it again. The, they are instrumental in, into helping us yeah. what we're trying to do now. Oh, so, this place looks like a miniature radio station. Yeah, yeah. man. We, we went from sitting on my back porch with a phone recording to having mic and mic stands and like yeah. a mixing board. Well, I mean, JR went from my truck to yeah, your crazy. porch yeah. to, to the Christmas porch. Yeah. Now we're in the garage with all this nice stuff. And yeah, also a cool. uh, shout out to my buddy, Justin Mullins. If you are looking for a vehicle, go to him at Bruce Walters Nissan in Pikeville. Uh, it's a coal run, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. right next to the bowling alley. Yeah. You go to him, I swear, he will not do you wrong. You can't miss him. He's the big, ugly guy. He's that a you... big, goofy-looking fella. Yeah. Just, just walk in there and say, hey, I want to buy a car off that big, big goofy-looking fella. <laughs> and tell him the podcast sent you. And tell him the podcast sent you. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, if you guys go down and buy a car, okay? Well, no matter. Ford, at, at, nothing, at any, at any Walters it. Auto Group, uh, tell them that we, that the hell podcast sent you. Yeah. You know, because uh, we, you know, we want Bruce to get some return on what he's doing for us. Absolutely. And also, at the end of this podcast, we are going to have our restaurant of the week. I know we've kind of slacked yeah. off on that, but I've got one in mind. I'm going to yeah. mention them towards the end there. And we'll so, take turns. So yeah, we'll take cool. turns. Yeah. yeah, and we're going to keep doing that to kind of promote these restaurants yep. uh, to help them out during uh, during this time. So, yeah. But anyway, hey guys. Man, we've we've went on and on and on. Yeah. We ain't talked nothing about no sports. State championship it's time to get week. back into it now. Yeah. All right, let me week. let me change my tone of voice. <sighs> uh, here comes. Well, we have a one A state champion, and it's, it's not the one we wanted. It's, it's a, the last one we wanted. Yeah. And now the, the two A state champions is the last one we wanted. Yeah. This one's the next one. No, to me, this was the last one. I never had nothing. Crazy about Beachwood. Or you got to, well, I'd, we was explaining this to Billy Paul the other day because Billy Paul said Paintsville's the one he dreaded the most. But, you know, when you come from the area that Doug and I did, you know, Beachwood killed our dreams all the way through high school. So, oh, for years. Yeah. And for years on after that. So well, I never got a chance, but I'll tell you one team that ended my dreams was LCA. So yeah. I was well, kind of happy. You know, yeah. I'll tell you what, LCA has just figured out. That Beachwood comes to play in title games. Absolutely, yeah. you know, I knew that was going to happen, and we'll get to that. Yeah, but let's just get this one A stuff out of the way. Okay, so one okay, A so state champions. I, well, yeah, place was like still one. I tell you what, I like the way KCD plays. They played fast. They're one of those teams that they go from the huddle to the line in about one point three seconds, and you don't have time to adjust. Yeah, it's like Mark when we played in Little Lake Martin County, and they they ran that wedge yeah. off. It's kind of like that, right? They hurry up to the 
And you know, they they had they could have done better, but you could tell experience is a factor in that championship game. And like I said, they they you know, they moved the ball, they dropped passes. They on fourth and one, they would throw low percentage go routes and stuff. Yeah. Like it just it, it it just wasn't clicking for them. But I was impressed with that told, game. I've said it before. I'll yeah. say it again. It's that's since they have moved them to Kroger Field. Yeah, that is kind of the X factor. It is, you know, because look, man, majority of people in this state aren't Louisville fans. Yeah. So you know, look, yeah. Cardinal Stadium probably didn't. You know, it was cold. Well, I mean, it's big. And stuff, but yeah, and, when you know, you're Bowling a, Green yeah. was very nice. Yeah. You know, it was very nice. But you know. And and it was cold that it was a state championship game and everything else. But it hits different. It hits Field. different from when you go to Kroger Field and there's all that blue around, you know. Yeah. And and like I said, I mean, you so many you know everybody in the state at one time or another has went down there and watched the football. Yeah. So it, it just it means more. Yeah. And it has a much more of an effect on kids, just like playing yeah. in the Sweet Sixteen. When you walk does. on the field level. Yeah. 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 And just like playing in the Sweet 16 at Rupp does, it, it, it has a, a much larger effect on kids. And I think people have to respect that and understand that now. It, it's almost ever. like you have to go and almost lose to really be able to prepare to play in it yeah. for real. Yeah. And, you know, that game was 38-7, to 7, but it was way closer than that. You know, Paintsville did what they do. You know, they didn't throw the ball. No, pretty much at all. They just ran. They controlled the clock. Off tackle, straight up the middle, controlled the line of scrimmage, and played solid D. You know, uh, now granted, the one thing that kills me is their pass defense, and it has it's been like that for three or four weeks. They are so susceptible to be thrown against, and you know it showed even against KCD, who they don't throw, and they were thrown against them. Yeah, and it was hitting people in the chest, and they're dropping them. But I mean it. it you know, you, you gotta give you gotta give them a high five. Like, great job! I That's an Eastern I'm Kentucky not. team that won. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big Paintsville Tiger fan, but you know, I'm I'm glad KCD didn't. You know, it didn't yeah. go out to Louisville or Western Kentucky. But I think from here on out, you're gonna see Eastern Kentucky own the Class A yeah. state championship. You, but it's gonna be Pikeville, Paintsville. Some years after this year, they got trouble. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm a painful coach right now, I'm rethinking my priorities. They got well, everybody they got Harris Phelps coming back, but they lose yeah. most of their line. Yeah, you everybody know, they lose a really good linebacker, that lovely kid. So I mean, they they everybody was right, dude. Everybody was right this year. They said if you was going to win a state championship and Pikeville's not going to win one, it was this year. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? It happened. Well, that's the thing, though, Jr. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. It was going to be us, Raceland, or Paintsville. And I guess you got to throw Hazard in there now. You know? Yeah, they got well, a lot of people coming back. And now we give them Hazard, a lot of Hazard, Hazard Listen. went the way of, uh, of what was their name? Uh, shoot. Men Without Hats. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That done the safety dance back in 83. Hazard was one hit wonder. I'm going to tell you yeah. this. Okay. Until the they only, me otherwise, Hazard was one hit. In one A, the only team that I that this is my personal opinion now, the only team that has a shot to win a state championship against anybody from like the East bracket, like you know Pikeville or or uh, Paintsville or any of them, is NCC because they have the athletes yeah. and they proved that against Paintsville. Well, and they play a tough schedule. Yeah, and they you always know, play a they, tough they schedule. Do. 
And I always play Beechwood and all yeah. that stuff. But let me tell you something. You know, the the power has shifted. Back when you all played, yeah. whoever won West, if it wasn't Beechwood, was probably going to win the state no, title. No, really what it was is whoever won. It wasn't even just who won the West. Yeah. It was whoever won the Beechwood Pikeville game. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the year Nine times was, out of ten, yeah. Yeah. And the reason he says nine times out of ten is because there's a year – and then four years passed, and another year where Mayfield went Class A. Yeah, and they were always tough. They're 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 tough in two A. So you know there was one or two years where it didn't happen. But really, the state championship game was played on Hambly Field or Pillar Howard Field or at Beachwood Stadium. Yeah, really, yeah. whoever well, won that game. Yeah, the the road to Louisville always yeah. went through Pikeville Beachwood. Listen, for and then like what well, fifteen in the, years in the two thousand tens, it was always Mayfield, yeah. Mayfield, Mayfield. They Mayfield, won like four or five Danville, in a row. One you know, A was like. Was a lot it's different. A lot yeah. more. Uh, there was a lot well, more loaded back well, then. Well, and here's the thing, though. Now we have six classes, and yeah. this is coming up a lot right now. This, you know, on Twitter today, it's been huge. And they had viewership. Uh, you know, who actually Class A had thirteen thousand people view the Class A game online. Yeah. Uh, and then really the six A had like six thousand. And it's simply because Trinity dominates it, and nobody wants to watch it really. Yeah. But my point is. They, uh, you had a new new teams, kind of fresh blood getting in there. But I'll tell you, the six A thing is great. I, I know it's watered down a little bit now, okay. But it gives teams like Nicholas County, even Paintsville, okay. Nicholas County, Paintsville, some of these teams that usually wouldn't be in a in a four class system. We did well in a four class system, but you don't have as many teams now from consolidation. But it's going to help build up. That 6A system is going to help build up the bottom half of Class A. Yeah. And I know right now we only got four or five teams that are really threatening to win the state title. But I think in the next 10, 15 years, you're going to see Class A get bigger. Well, here's the thing with yeah, Class A. You look at every class, though. There's maybe four teams yeah, that yes. win it all in every single class. Every single class. You know, you, you in, in 1A, it was Pipeville Paints for Kentucky Country Day. Two yeah. A uh, was a different story, you know. Yeah. Holy Cross and Graceland—that's five teams. Two A, it could have been literally anybody. I think. Yeah, for years. For it was like that. Well, yeah, I mean, for you a long had time. Beachwood, Somerset, Cal, Cal, uh, but they're in three A now. Yeah, but at the, uh, at the time, they yeah, were Cal, you had, uh, you know. Uh, West Carter in that mix. I mean, they proved that they could play with the state champions. Yeah, you know that was LCA. I mean. 2A was just jam-packed, loaded with teams. And then 3A, it was either going to be Belfry or Ashland. I thought that it was going to be Belfry or Ashland all year. Well, and now you've got, like, Louisville Central coming into play there. But Louisville Central's in 4A. Yeah, Yeah, they moved up. Uh, But, but, you know, I just want to get out of this Class A because it's too much, like, post-traumatic stress now. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Pants for one. Well, I mean, uh, the last thing I'd say, and I've said it on here a million times, you know, in 2008, JR was a junior. We went down there and played them. I won't bore you with the whole story. It was senior night. They had, like, 10 seniors and had 15 kids on the whole team. Uh, Cherico took over a couple years later. About six, seven years later, yeah. Yeah. Was it that long? He took over in uh, 2013. That was his first year. Okay, so it was like five years later. Yeah. Uh, Cherico takes over that place. You know, it's on life support. You know, they had a a actually they had a bluegrass rivals post of should we shut down Paintsville's football yeah. program? I, I was actually yeah, I was actually have. talking to some people from Paintsville at that time. They said we don't know if we got enough. It kids is to amazing out. how fast he turned it around. 
And yeah. so from 2013 to 2020, so seven years, eight football seasons, whatever yeah. you want to call it, uh, they went from that to state champion. Yeah. And yeah. some would say, I've heard this, it really bothers me because I don't think it's true because I think we just beat them worse. But when Cash Daniels was a senior, when he didn't play in that game, and we won the state title that year, you know, they're like, well, if he'd have played, it would have been That was well, I personally, I know, I don't like uh, the excuses you know. and stuff like that, but I, honestly, I thought it was, they did better than they would have. Okay. the new guy. Let me say something about that game real quick. The first game we played, we had five turnovers, I think, inside the red zone yeah. to yeah. score. Yeah. Okay. And they barely won that game in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, Jr. If you added five touchdowns, yeah. that's exactly what the semifinal was. Yeah. And we didn't have turnovers. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. That kind of adds up. And yeah. so, and, you know, yeah, they had that whole Wildcat thing with Phelps that kind of gave us trouble at first because we didn't really prepare for that because well, we expected cash you to play. Didn't know what was there was nobody going to stop that 2015. No, they were yeah. Good. Nobody. They were kind of like time, last year's team. They were just laser focused. I mean, they were really, really good. Yeah. Uh, through the season. But man, when them playoffs started, it was a yeah. different group yeah. of guys. It's it's really weird that we had a little bit of a letdown this year. Yeah, because you never see that. Now look, it happens. Stuff it happens, happens, man. And if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen with sophomores and juniors. Yes. Okay, and that's what you saw. But look, get this: we lose like four guys, five guys. Like we don't lose a lot of teams. Yeah. Listen, guys, Nick Saban has had a couple years that they wasn't even in the college football playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Last year. Last year, they yeah. wasn't in the college yeah. football playoffs. A couple of years back, they wasn't in the college football playoffs. It happens, yeah. okay? It happens to the best teams. Yeah. What, what matters is how do you respond to Yeah. So That's going to be the big thing. It is. Yeah. I can't wait to start watching practice. And you and hear these yeah. coaches. It should be not – I mean, I hope it's just a bloodbath. And you see these coaches like Brad Allen and all these guys stuff. on there. Like, is it 2021 yet? Is it 2021 season yeah. yet? They're already ready yeah. to go. I think I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think these guys are going to respond well. Yeah. But uh, and we'll just leave it at that. Let's move to two A. Uh, what a game! Oh, he, what a game! It's a classic. It was. It was. Which I did pick. I, I picked Beachwood as well. I had a feeling that the uh, kid, the what's his name, her god, her god, okay. man. And I will take it a step further. We're going to talk about this later. But he has to be in the com- – and listen, I am no Beachwood fan. Okay? Yeah. And actually, I, I we have some powerful ties to LCA. That's why I was rooting for I, LCA. I do. I, 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 do. I, I mean, I was kind of rooting for them, but I'll tell you what. They hadn't been in that state final in a little bit. Okay? Yeah. And Beachwood did what Beachwood does. They came, and I sw- – guys, I watched the West Carter game. It looked like a totally different team. And we even said if Beachwood plays in the first half, like they did at West Carter, they'll, it'll be a good game. If you know, in the second half it'll be different. Well, man, they came out and played the game of their life. Yeah, and I'm telling you, there's no player more important to their team being successful than their quarterback Hergot. Yeah, that kid, 75 percent of the plays went through him. Yeah, he either ran it or threw it 75 percent of the time for Beachwood in that state title game. That kid has three state titles yeah. in his four years. And he went to the yeah. semifinals last year after they went yeah. five his and five. His sophomore year, he beat us in the state championship game by yes. one point. Yeah. Yeah. 
I and last year, I don't know what the anomaly was. They must have just been young. They lost I mean, everybody. They lost a lot of kids. Hainesville beat them by like 35. I mean, but he went through it. And then this year, they they won the 2A state title against a team that was pretty solid. I mean, it's the team that I really yeah. thought nobody in 2A uh, had anything Well, solid. and when you watch that game, you can even tell that the, the LCA had the better athletes. Yeah. At different spots. Billy Beachwood just had her got. And a running back that was okay. Well, the yeah, tu- the but, turning point in the game to me was LCA was driving, was getting ready to go in. I think they were – wasn't they up? Well, they had 12 penalties. Yeah. Okay, and three – their quarterback threw three picks yeah. at LCA. Yeah. Well, her got through two picks. Yeah. But they were flags. He, or, yeah. he threw Here's the three thing. picks, I think it yeah. was, and two of them got called back because of defensive Well, holding. but, but – to, to see, you got to take that in perspective from a quarterback. When you see a flag, you always throw deep because you know it's coming back, especially yeah. if you can see it on the sides. Yeah. Now, downfield, you don't do that. Right. Like, if it's 20 yards downfield, you don't throw it. But if you see flags right here in front of you, yeah. always throw it long because you know it's – You're going to get a, it back. Yeah, you're getting yeah. it back. So, that's what that was. But uh, I, don't, I don't think it was misreads or an athletic play, uh, but I, I think it was just him taking shots downfield because he knew it was coming back. Because every time it was a huge rift that he didn't necessarily do all the time. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'm just going to say this, too. Uh, I pretty much am going to give next year's 2A state championship to LCA. They return yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they lose one. They get Xavier I, back. They get, all yeah, the, they and, get Marty and, Moore's kid back. They get yeah, all of them back. The so, one yeah. bright spot And in Frankie Knight, a guy that you didn't hear about this year, I think he got hurt. Yeah. He's coming back. Well, and Xavier Knight, like, I'm telling you, he was a huge bright spot in that game. He yeah. was breaking for 40 yards. Yeah, here he, and there. he put LCA back I, into I, the ball. He game. did. Almost in the by first himself. half. You didn't see him. He had one touch. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, that that could have been one of the problems. He just, you know, and that happened to us. You know, we had Blake Burke. didn't get the ball a lot. You know, it happens in an offense. Sometimes you get lost in it, and some things are open and some things aren't. It's not personal. It's just how the game develops. Right. But, um, I'll tell you, that kid is a heck of an athlete. Uh, but, yeah, that was an awesome game. And, really, it come, if, if you ha- didn't watch it, the final score was 24-23, okay? And it went to overtime, tied up. Well, Beachwood gets the ball first and well, scores. Beachwood's kicker misses a field goal, right? Or LCA's no, kicker. Hold on, hold on. Beachwood gets the ball first and yeah. scores on the first play. And they kick the extra point, make it. Then LCA gets the ball. Me and Heath were talking. It's like if they can score and go for Duke, they should go for. Yeah, Duke. I sent okay. Doug a text right yeah. after. Right, before, they were on the three yard. It's line. Interesting that that happened. Hey, getting ready to go in. LCA was. And we knew I they texted were Doug. Score. I said, if they score here, they better go for two because they can't stop Beachwood and Phoneboro, and they couldn't because Beachwood was just too big for them. You know, they they played power football a little bit too much. So. Well, and uh, they ran the play action so well. Yeah. Really well. And uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, shoot, Freddie Maggard uh, was saying on the radio broadcast, you know, the same thing. He was yeah. like, I just don't know if they're going to be able to stop Beachwood if they get the ball back. So I said, man, they, they need to go for two. And no sooner than I had yeah. sent that to yeah. Doug, they score, they try to kick an extra point, Beachwood blocks it, and that's ball game. This kid, 160 pounds. It, when you watch the replay, he's a junior and he, it looked like Campbell, really. Yeah, he, leap, that he leaps kid. over the long Just kind of sneaks in there 
gets an arm up yeah. and blocks the kick. Game mm-hmm. over. Yep. Game over. And, and that's it, number 15. But LCA, LCA, man, they had opportunity they after did. opportunity. They did. You know, they're going in to make it, I think, a two-score game, yeah. uh, you know, kind of late in the fourth quarter with about four or five minutes to they go. They did. They had their opportunity. Beachwood picks it off, takes it all the way down to the other end. They get yeah. a field goal out of that to tie it up. Uh, so, yeah, it was 17-14. Yeah. Uh, they, you got to credit the Beachwood defense. Yeah. They, because, look, that quarterback is a good quarterback, right? But he had he, – he just didn't – it all it almost looked like none of them really played a good game. Yeah, it just they they just didn't play a good game, and the penalties that's what tells me. I, I don't think did. LCA. It just to seemed go. to me like LCA wasn't prepared. Not saying that Coach yeah. Charles didn't prepare his boys. No, not at all. But it just seems like mentally they weren't prepared for the dog well, fight. That they how, how about this, Heath? How how many times this year in two A did you hear Beachwood Tigers are going to make a run at the state title? Nobody said that. Yeah. It was, it was all LCA. focused. And so and I And especially think, after LCA beat yeah, Somerset. That's you know, the thing. They they might have. But still, with two seconds granted. left to go in regulation, LCA still had a shot to win yeah. that game. God, and Wes Carter has yeah. got to feel like complete dog dookie. Well, I, well no. Wes <laughs> Carter. But they still had a shot yeah. to win that game. LCA's uh, kicker, who'd already beat, uh, I think it was yeah. the sales or somebody. 40 a, yarders in a game. And he double doinks it. Yeah. You know, it hits off the yeah. left upright and then hits the crossbar. Yeah. You know, the kid was automatic. It was a makeable field goal. He might be the best kicker in Kentucky high school yeah. football. And he kicked a 45-yard field goal. Okay. Yeah. And it hits an upright, then hits the crossbar, and, bounces and then out. bounces out. Yeah. And that would have been a game winner. Yeah, that would have been – that was two uh, seconds left to go in regulation. And had he made it, they win – LCA wins 20 to, 20 to 17. There so are they two had games. opportunities like crazy, but – you hit on something a minute ago, Jr. My thing was, after watching those two teams play, the team that I was most impressed with coming out of that game was West Carter. Yeah, that they <laughs> even yeah, see. You're saying West Carter probably feels bad. I think that West Carter didn't get enough credit this year. They were down to Beachwood by 21 points at halftime. Yeah, and then they come back out. They didn't throw the ball. They ran it straight up the middle. And I thought that's what LCA would do. Yeah. But man, that Beachwood defensive line was tough. Okay. And I'm, I'm I, the offensive line of West Carter must be really good. Yeah. And they're okay. they're running back that that kid we we I can't yeah. Latavius. Uh, oh, I can't. Latavius Klein. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a generational yeah. talent. He so. was. Yeah. And he so that was an instant classic. Just to paint a picture for you, it literally came down to the last play. Oh, it was play. awesome. It was a great weekend of state title games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you move on to uh, 4A. 3A. Okay. No, it goes 1, 2, 4. Oh, right. yeah. Nine. 3. Yeah. Okay, so the 4A game was Franklin County and Boyle, which if you thought the Beachwood game was good. Yeah, another instant classic. Another instant classic right after it. Okay, so Franklin County had just beat Johnson Central at Johnson Central. Boyle was the head and shoulder favorite almost all. Everyone thought Boyle would play Johnson Central in the state championship, and that would be a great game. Yeah. So Johnson Central gets upset in pretty easy fashion. Yeah. Really. And Franklin actually jumped out to a lead in and this like, game. They were at 20 at halftime. Yeah. And, you know, we know what Boyle can do. Franklin was the big question mark. But I'll tell you what, I hadn't seen them all year until the state championship game. And now I know why. They had an amazing offensive line. And defensive line. Yeah. 
really good. Where they and they had very athletic DBs. If there was one, they had a great linebacker. Okay, but this game could have gone either way, and that's with no experience in a state title game. And they still did that. Yeah, they came ready to play. They could throw the ball. Really questionable call at the end. Uh, but you know, you got to take your hat off to Boyle County. They, you know, it came down to a field goal. You know, and that's who you thought would win. But I'll, I'll tell you what that 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 Franklin County coach gets hats off to him. Yeah, and those players. Yeah, well, it, it came. You know, they forced overtime. Yeah, Boyle County did. Uh, came back, tied it up at 28, I think it was, forced yeah. overtime. I think Ball gets the ball first. Yeah. Uh, they kick a field goal, go up 31-28. And um, uh, Franklin does it does what Ball County did last year against Johnson Central. And instead of kicking the field goal to go for the tie, you know, to tie it up and send it into two, yeah. two OTs, they go for it on fourth. And the kid from ball, a DB from ball, knocks the ball down, and that's a ball game. So, you know, that, that, was, a, that was a heck of a ball game. It really yeah, was. it really was, it man. Was, and I love the risk-taking in that. Just, you know, you could tell they were there to win. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, it was cool. The, the 2A and the 4A games was probably right there neck and neck for the best games of the, of the, of the state championship. I think the yeah. 2A is my personally just watching all of them. Yeah. I think that was just an awesome game. Yeah, it, so it, hold on. Let's just – I was three and zero on Friday, Bub. You were two and one on Friday, right? No, or did you pick? Friday? I had a, I had LCA beating Beaver. Yeah, so you were two and one, and Doug was two and one because yeah. he picked Franklin to beat Bull. Yeah, I thought Franklin could do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was our picks for that day. So I'm the champion of Friday. I yeah. could have sworn you picked LCA, man. No, I never picked LCA. I would never pick LCA in that game because I know what Beachwood was going to do because it's the same thing we did in 2018. We're a spread it out, throw it all over the place team with a bunch of athletes. They're this team that's got big linemen, have a great quarterback. Boy, they keep it simple. And they, they keep really it simple, yeah. and they just run it down your throat, clock management. You could see them when they lined up, their splits were small. I mean, you could just tell they're just going to boom, boom, boom. And then you got a quarterback who can read – that outside, that zone option stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kept – I bet he ran the ball 14 times. Yeah. That's I mean, what he, he did against just, us. They said they, – they, those coaches were like, it's in your hands. How yeah, the, you only, the only way we it. got into that game in 2018, had a chance to win it at the end. Was big plays. Was yeah. we uh, – Bull hit him and forced a fumble. Uh, our old pal, Bull Hunter. Yeah. Uh, former guest on the show. Frank he was young. Show. He was a sophomore. Uh, no, he was a senior at Wait, no. Yeah, Bull was oh, Hergott was a sophomore. Hergott was a sophomore. Yeah, Bull yeah. came up and nailed him, and they were getting ready to go in and score and put the game out of reach. And uh, uh, Bull goes in, nails him, causes a fumble, and we recover it. And that's, you know, causes that final drive. Christian Belder with that amazing catch on fourth and 20 or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah and, and then with like know, four guys hanging off of him, and he still comes down with it. So and then yeah. I think the whole stadium knew he was going to throw it back. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that's uh, bad memory. Well, it all ended how it ended. Yeah, but it set us up to win the next year. But okay, so moving on to, to the next Saturday, game, Saturday's game. You had three A to start out the the day, and that's Elizabethtown undefeated. Also, quarterback never thrown an interception. That changed. I missed on this game. I missed on this game. This is the game that I missed. So Ashland had beaten Belfry <laughs> at Ashland, and you know they make it to the state final. And I'll tell you what, boys. Elizabeth down. Guess what they did? I saw it. I called it two hours before this game started. They didn't go to 
Lexington and stay all night. They decided to wake up early. And it's a little closer to Lexington, but still, I'm telling you guys, if you want to win a state title, you don't Man, go a bus the ride morning just up. takes so much. It out. does, and they had a big send off. Yeah, unless and, you're and, from uh, Lexington, you, you yeah, unless you're don't right up the road, don't do that. And and here's the thing, like like you don't do a big parade and send off before you win. Do it after. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had my doubts on this. Yeah, that's painful about that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what they did this year? Paintsville yeah. actually went down and spent the night. Yeah, which, they risked yeah. that with all this COVID stuff. They said, yeah. heck with it. We're going down there and we're staying well, all night. Yeah. When but you, with when that you, being said, Belfry never does that. Well, you know, Belfry knew what they did. But, but also, here's the thing. They, Ashland came out, and what's, what, what's really important is Ashland runs the ball kind of like Belfry. They just run, 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 run. They don't really have a quarterback, okay? Their quarterback left last year, transferred. Mm-hmm. They basically have two running backs to kind of take that responsibility. But, man, their offensive and defensive lines are so good. They're all wrestlers, and they're huge. I'm talking like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, two of them, and the one up, just they're huge guys. And they just dominated that game. Well, E-Town came, came in there lighting scoreboard. Yeah, into that, game. that wasn't happening. And yeah. Well, Ashland's D, and I told yeah. you that Saturday, yeah. Ashland's D is legit. Listen, it is. When yeah. Troy Howe came on here and he said that I was really kind of curious about E-Town and if they were for real or not, right? Uh, and th- then they beat Bardstown. Let me let me just go ahead and tell you, Bardstown? They're like a 7-on-7. Seven seven. They look like they'd be awesome at 7-on-7. Seven seven. Yeah. And that's great until you meet somebody that had a steel bar on their back all summer. But, you know? but what I was trying to say is that, like, he was – you know, conflicted about E-Town because yeah. they hadn't played anybody yet until they played Bardstown. Well, let me tell you something. Bardstown last year, I counted, 14 seniors were gone, including yeah. that wide receiver that torched Pike for uh, yeah. at the first part of the year. He was gone, okay? They lost a lot them. of seniors. Yeah, they had a good season this year, Bardstown kind of, because Bardstown uh, – you know that they're, they're turning into a good program and stuff like that. When we come back from Christmas break here, I'm going to get on the horn with Coach Mack and see if he can even give me any answers on this. But I am curious as about speaking of Bardstown, what are they going to do about the schedules next year, especially the games we did not get to play? Yeah, yeah okay. What, what happens? Uh, it, you know, because that's the Pike County Bowl. We had LCA in the Pike County Bowl. We had uh, uh, we were at Bargetown, well at Bargetown, LCA and the Pike County Bowl, and at Paintsville. Okay, then the season started with racing. Yeah. So the the question is, like next year, do we get Paintsville here, or well, do we go back thing. to Paintsville? Because I've never seen a contract before. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know if the contracts yeah. were just kind of you know because of COVID they yeah, were just kind of nullified or nullified, or yeah. if they were going to wait and put them back into. Uh, effect this year. I don't, I don't know. That's the and, thing. I think it's going to depend on when they were going to be renewed. So if if this year, usually in high school sports, you schedule a home and away. Okay. So let's say we scheduled a home and away with Paintsville. Well, let's say we played them at home and then this, actually we played them away and this year we were supposed to play them at home. Okay. But we didn't get to play the game because it's the second game of the year. Yeah. Or third or whatever. So, do we get that game, or do we have to make a new contract that's going to be that, – that, That's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I don't know how that's going to work. I'm going to ask – It's a good question. I'm going to ask Christy Orm. I think she'd probably know, or Coach Mack, either one. But either one of them would be good people to ask. So. Well, I have so many questions about our schedule. Yeah. Like, right now, for next year, I bet we have seven games. Well, for well, the only thing we're really 
almost 100% sure about is that next season we open the season at LCA. Almost, you know, that's what we heard. I heard from a pretty credible source, but I, I don't even know that to be true. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I said, you know what how does that how does the Pike County Bowl factor yeah. into that? Yeah, who so, do we play in the Pike County Bowl? Well, now? we'll figure all that yeah. out. You know, but, is it just gonna be the opponents that was supposed to have played last year? I don't know. And I don't think a, that'll be how it works. I think it's just the new year and they're gonna I think they're gonna whitewash those games and be like it never happened. Well, normally they sign to your contract yeah, in the Pike yeah. County Bowl. So But where the year is up, it goes year to year. And as far as the so Pike County go Pike County Bowl goes, I'm a little bit of a purist as far as that goes. I, I don't like that. You know, I, I I just don't. I like it that we have, you know, you bring a school in here without having to sign it to your contract with yeah. them. You bring a school in here. Well, with a, the Pike County Bowl, yeah. you always want somebody from like Louisville or Beachwood or something, somebody you don't get to play normally. Yeah. And that's a good team, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, bring in, you know, Mayfield or somebody. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know what? Yeah. It's not all about winning. Some of the – listen, and, and we've talked about it all year this year, especially with the young team. It's about getting them to the level to win a state title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, well, enough of that. Okay. So, moving on. All right. Paul Blazer won that game, 35-14. Pittman, they're running back just awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Phenomenal. I mean, and he, I yeah. watched Army and uh, Air Force yesterday, the uh, Commander-in-Chief Cup. Um, Army uh, runs the yeah. triple option. Yeah. About all your military – Army, yeah, Air Force, uh, Navy. Historically, they stay. Yeah, they all run, kind of run the triple option just because they can't get the athletes that it really, you know, other schools can. It really reminded me of Brett Coleman because that kid, and I was telling you earlier, he's one of those guys, he's a running back that could go through the line and get two yards and get hit and fall down and gain another four or five. But for those of you that don't know, Pittman, um, he had a lot of really nice offers. You know, Marshall yeah. was wanting him. There were several, you know, D1 schools that was wanting. It says a lot about the kid. Oh, yeah. It yeah. says a lot about the kid. Um, but he committed to Army at West Point, so he's going to play football for Army next year. And I'm going to tell you what, from what I saw yesterday out of Army yeah. and what I've seen all year out of them and the type of offense they run, it's tailor-made for him. It, it, it really he's is. got an opportunity to be a star yeah. in that offense. He, he really he is. Stay he's very yeah. quick. He's going to have to put on some weight. He's a very thin kid. And he's small, but he has the opportunity. He can gain some weight and get stronger to really produce there. I said the winner of Ashland Belfry was going to be your state champion, but I picked against Ashland. I wish I didn't. But, I mean, when I look at it from top to bottom, Pittman was just too strong for them yeah. boys. Yeah. And, and that line here, we don't get to see E-Town a lot. And, and you know, like I talked to Nate, you know, on Twitter. He lives up there. and You know, they really talk those guys up, you know, but – you know, it's a different kind of football. It's yeah. a different style. It's two different styles. It's like us playing Belfry. It's so how about them? Styles. So what about them purples? All right, is it is it the purples? The Bowling or? Green purples. Bowling Green and Owensboro. Now the 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 cool thing about this game is you had two UK signees or two UK recruits. You had uh, the quarterback from Owensboro. What was his name? Uh, uh, shoot, <laughs> I just on. had it. My head here. You had a tight end from Bowling Green, uh, Dingle. Jingle, yeah. whatever. And then Gavin Wimsat. Okay. So what I saw, Wimsat, excellent quarterback. He's fast. His throwing ability is pretty good. Oh, yeah. He's, he's uh, a freaking he, nature. He's, he's just a junior. Yeah. So. He's throwing dimes. I mean, every pass was right. There. I mean, he would throw 50 50 balls. Yeah. He puts it to where only his receivers can get it. 
Uh, you can tell the kid is next level. I, I've, I've read a lot of recruiting sites where they say him and Isaac are going to be yeah. the top two quarterbacks in the state. I, they're very different quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you wanted to call him a pro-style quarterback, I think that's wrong. No. I think that Wimsat is more of a dual threat. Yeah, He's he more is. athletic. He's just – he moves better, yeah. more, you know, and they run him out a lot. Yeah. Uh, he can throw from the pocket, but – you know, pro style, Isaac, I think, is the best pro style quarterback in the state of Kentucky yeah, for next yeah. year. Well, the thing about Isaac is, and you know, he hates it when I make this comparison that I have on here before. He's like Ben Roethlisberger. He's a big dude. He's not going to blow you away with his speed, but he's also nimble enough in the pocket to get away from guys. He's quick in the pocket. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. We don't need quarterbacks that run four three forties. Yeah. I mean, it's nice if you have that offense. Yeah. I'd rather have somebody that can put the ball where it needs to be. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of what he's – that's his strength. Well, for years, our offense was based on the quarterback's running ability. Yeah. yeah. You with know, Connor Sweet Roberts. Charles, Connor Roberts, yeah. all those guys. Now, with Isaac, you've had to kind of switch it up a little bit. and Well, we've already adjusted that. Yeah. You know, and we're getting the ball to our wide receivers, you know. Now, it's, one, just, now it's just yeah. a question of our wide receivers. But, yeah, the one thing that we have yeah. to get better on is, guys, if you're a wide receiver, you got to catch the ball. Yeah. I don't care how athletic you are or how fast you are. You have to catch it. Yeah. So, next year, that's that's the thing. And then this game was a 17-10 game, Doug? 17-10. No, 17-10. 17-10. Yeah, that's so what it's scored. 17-7 on Bluegrass Rivals. Well, no, Bluegrass Rivals. Okay. They posted it early. Oh, so and, it, and Owensboro scored late. Okay, they kicked okay, field goal so, late. Yeah, yeah. But I had – That was a defensive struggle. Listen, it in, really was. Yeah. yeah. In 5A football – Bowling Green is the class of five. They are. They just. Yeah. They, they just are. I mean, plain they, and simple. They really kind of took over for Highlands. Yeah. You know, Highlands was dominant for so many years, and then Highlands kind of fell off the well, planet. And I can tell you guys. And, and Covcath, you got to put Covcath yeah. in that group. Yeah, too. And they just up. had a weird year, but but watching the game, it, it comes down to that. You know, ever since last year, when I watched Paintsville walk in and just played poorly, I always watch teams walk in, and it's like this year. The teams that walked in that looked businesslike won the game. Yeah. You know, Beachwood just looked focused. I mean, just, you know, it, it was amazing, really. But, uh, you know, you had Bowling Green. That wasn't a big surprise. You had some bright spots. Owensboro, again, one of those teams that would be awesome at seven-on-seven, seven, okay? Yeah. But then you throw the running game into it, you know, guys, it's, 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 it's proven to me. You have to have a solid running game to set up the pass or you can't win. Yeah, and the good news for us next year is we've got a plethora of running backs, so we'll be all right in that well, part. Well, what, what it showed me, as you look at every one of these teams that's won it, the more physical football team yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. Paintsville, you know, more physical. Um, Beachwood, definitely more physical. LCA in, was good. In that game, they were. LCA was good, but – LCA is more finesse than they are. They were and twelve physicality. penalties. Yeah. Twelve penalties. Yeah, it's just crazy. And they shot themselves in the foot. Three turnovers, twelve penalties. But Beachwood was the more physical football team. Uh, you know, you go to Ashland. Of course, they they pushed E Town all over oh, the field. Yeah. Uh, no then question. you go to this game. You know, Bowling Green dominated Owensboro defensively, and was able to score enough points to win the football game. So so far, that's kind of the trend. You know, yeah. is physicality. People could say what they want to about Kentucky football, but it's there's very few places out, out, out there's very few states around yeah. that I've seen where the physicality's listen that you, much better. You, when you take quarterbacking out of it, 
violence wins football games. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's just the team that's more physical wins. It's, it's a positive game of control. And violence. even with the quarterback, if it was, if it ain't for the physicality and the the brutalness of the line up front, yeah. they don't even get to throw the ball. Yeah. yeah so exactly. It comes down to that. Always. So, now moving on to the big speaking of matchup. physical uh beatdowns. Wow. So you had Trinity <laughs> yeah. and and arch rival Louisville now. And I called a blowout in this game. Well, yeah. I, it wasn't necessarily a blowout, but but I'll tell you, it, it, it wasn't to nothing. Is a blowout. It, it was, in most the countries. final was twenty eight to nothing. But you know, and and Louisville Mail and Trinity has played some classics. All right? Yeah. But this Trinity team, guys, listen to me. Do you know how many yards of rushing they gave up? Their defense, the Trinity defense, gave up twenty six yards of rushing all year. Good lord. Good god. And they played out of state teams that were ranked nationally. Yeah. And I watched that, and I was like, how did that happen? I'll tell you how it happened. They had defensive linemen playing against good offensive linemen, okay, that just ran through them. Yeah. Just – there was – a guy would block and just get leveled, like reverse pancake. That is Trinity's 27th state championship in Kentucky. Uh, So that's – what was it, the early – what was the mid-60s? So it's been around fifty some years, yeah. I think, that they've been playing actual state championships in Kentucky, and they've won half. Of and they've won twenty seven of them, more than half, really. So, and the know, others were mostly that's dominated by probably St. X, you know. And then you got Mail coming in there, but you know, personally, I, I think it would be better if we combined five A and six A. Uh, they wanted to get the private schools kind of their own class, and, that's and they, they kind of have this, and they do. But, well, I mean, um, you've still got, you know, Cal in 3A. You've got LCA in 2A. You've got, you know. I'm sorry. If you combined, Trinity's still going to win it all. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, we, I heard today people complain about the college football playoff. Yeah. And it's like, well, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Well, okay. Let's say we add eight teams, make an eight-team playoff. Who's going to end up in the finals? Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, you know, one of those two. Well, you could have an upset. You could, but. 90% of the time, you won't, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I was one of those guys this year say, why do we even play the first round or the second round of the playoffs and Pavel loses in the second round? Yeah, yep. that's why you play the game. So, there you go. That's why you line up and play. Them. That's why you play the game. That's so, that is your rundown of all six classes in yeah. the state championship games. It, football season, guys, is officially yeah, over, so, But we will have an uh, all-district team. Yeah, uh, Hell Podcast All District Team coming out when we come. We're gonna have a preseason basketball. Yeah, episode. we're we're gonna compile our lists up and things like yeah, that, and, so. and include the All District uh, football. You know, so stay tuned for that in two weeks. Uh, we do need to take a break. You know, so yeah, uh, basketball season's still a few weeks out, and we got holiday and family stuff to do. So you know, that's kind of where we're at. I, you know. This football season has been strange, and I know it hasn't ended well for the Hell Podcast. But man, just getting this off the floor has been awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, and just and now we're starting to talk about other teams and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I'm enjoying that too. You yeah, know, I'm just glad we did it because I think personally, and I've had people come up to me in Velocity or right. Walmart or whatever, and say, "Man, thanks for doing that." You know, I think it gave a bright spot. To our community and to some surrounding schools that wasn't there before. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't, you know, it, it gives people that can't listen to it on the radio, you know, you miss a lot listening just to the radio. Yeah. And this is some way that people can just listen to it anytime they want and gives you, I think we do a good analysis. 
and I think we're very honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, with with our analysis, so you know, I think it's great. Here's complete honesty for you, and I'm going to say this to our boys because in life there are. <clears throat> I'm going to go bub on this. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go a little PT right here. Sometimes truth. In hurts. life, pressure is something you're going to have to deal with, no matter what you do. Job interview, that's pressure. Performing at your job, that's pressure. Virtual school. Virtual school, making good grades, that's pressure. Taking the ACT, SAT, that's pressure. So guess what? I'm going to say this. If our boys do not win a state championship next year, then it's a letdown season, period. Yeah, I mean, you got to pretty much – and. It's Pikeful, dude. So everybody thinks that every year, even yeah, when it's not I mean, possible. Every, this year, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. But the expectations are set as that much. And let me tell you something: great programs are great programs yeah. because they have those expectations. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't think that that's anything out of the ordinary. You yeah. Know, I, but yeah, I, I next year's I think it's state championship or bust for this group. Let me tell you something. No pressure, Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> listen, Beachwood is gone, yeah. Mayfield is gone. Okay, and I'm not saying that you know we wouldn't have won one without them there. Yeah. And you don't with even them have there. To, I mean, you don't even have to beat Paintsville and Racing. You just have to beat one of them. Yeah, got to beat one of them. And Hazard. Yeah, and Hazard. And guys, I'm just going to tell you, this group of kids, they are special. But they also have to realize that on any given Friday night could be their time. I, I, I'm going to throw this out, Jr. Uh, the one question mark, I've looked forward to these boys being at the age they are for five or six years, haven't we? And the one thing I want to see is toughness. Yeah. That's it. I know they can play. That's not a question. And we've got the skill. We've got the lineman. Now we have the experience. What we need is to pull it all together and show some toughness and accountability. You know what? If you can't do something, get out. Yeah. You know, do do win as a team. Yeah. You know, think of team first. That's it. And the thing that everybody has to understand is because a lot of people is like, oh, you were right. You know, you a lot of people are like, you know, last year they were all in love with everybody. They were in love with this team and everything. And then this year they're like, you know, oh well, they screwed up and they messed up. Listen, guys, football is a game that on any given night. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And it's Basketball's a, the same way. You, Your team could be awesome. Yeah. Make shots, be unbelievable. UK's went through it. Yeah. And Had an undefeated are, team and got beat by Wisconsin. It wasn't even anything can happen. It comes down to four or five plays. Yeah. You know, you don't throw a pick. You don't fumble. You, or, or we get that fumble and score the first time Hazard got the ball. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things you can do that. But you don't look back. The only thing that matters is the next play. Next that, play. That's it. Yeah. And and I don't want any kid that's listening to no. this, that's a current player right now, to listen to this and think that we don't believe in them. We oh, wouldn't say no state championship or yeah. bust if we didn't believe in these kids. Yeah. That's why we're saying it. And they've got to have that mindset yeah. if they're going to win a state championship. And when it gets playoff time, listen, 2015, you know what that group had? Just extreme focus. Blinders. Is Blinders. 2019, that was all year last year. 2019, right? extreme focus. This team has got to have that type of focus. Singular focus. Singular focus on the task at hand. And you don't worry about RPI. If you're a player, you're going to hear parents and boosters and, you know, people like us talk about it, you know. 
You don't think about that stuff. All you care about is this week. That's it, especially in playoffs. And now we're going to have a lot of seniors on this team. And I promise you, when it gets in playoffs, they're, they're going to be ready to play. I think it so could be too. their last game. They better be. And like you said, Doug, I'm, t- I'm starting to be on your whole thing here. Uh, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach <clears throat> yeah. because now they are going to have to go through this season. They're not, there's no pressure on them. Now they are the hunter. Now they have to go after that state yeah, championship the and redeem the themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This has got to be known as the redeem team. And if they don't do it, I'm sorry, guys. You're known as one of the biggest letdowns in Pikeville history. I'm well, sorry. you know, and there's a lot of things that can happen. I wouldn't say the biggest letdown, but but the the here's the thing. The talent is there. Yeah. The coaching is there. Now, that leaves, like, toughness and focus. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. You just work your tails off in practice and preseason, and we'll get to have seven-on-seven seven probably. Yeah. And all the stuff we didn't get to do this year. And you know what? I, I want to also say this. It wasn't a rosy year for any of the Blue Bloods this year. No. If you notice, Johnson Central, Belfry, Pikeville, out of it. Yep. Okay. And that tells me something that I think that, you know, it gave the little guys more of an opportunity because we didn't get more practice. More well, reps. it shortened the gap. It, it did. It really did. It, 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 it kind of it, it it shortened the gap up yeah. that, that is between the Blue Bloods. And some it did. And, and that's why I'm saying that because it wasn't just us. It just was a hard year for what we wanted to accomplish. But I still think losing like that is going to teach you something. Learn from it. And I'm going to say this, too. Okay, I, I'm going to create a little whole new thing here. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, congratulations to Paintsville for being one of the only schools in Kentucky to have a state championship in basketball, baseball, and football. Guess what? We still have two more state championships than you do. <laughs> we still have more hardware. We actually got than way you. more than that. Yeah, we yeah. We got national championships. I mean, I mean. Listen, you give it congratulations up, you give it up to them. Paints, well, you you, you got yeah. to give it up. You got to just yeah. take your hat off and hand it to them. But they you're our rival, okay? This let me is tell a, you something, brother. All eyes are going to be on Pikeville Paints yeah. in the regular season. Oh, yeah. This is going to be one of the – you all don't think uh, it's going to be as big as it's going to be. This is going to be the biggest Pikeville Paints game ever. Yeah. Okay? Ever. I mean, you've got – You can make the, ca- the case with no the Cash Daniel. Yeah. To not win this game. Yeah. yeah. Pike, at all. Cash Daniel and all that, that was a huge game. Yeah. Huge game. I'll never take anything away from that game, but they wasn't the defending state champions. Neither one yeah. of them were. This year, Coming you have in. two. You have the 2019 and the two 2020 state champions on the field at the same time. They are. It's going to be a battle, and it's going to be huge if we can get all the fans there. It's going to be one of the bigger crowds you're ever going to see, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah, Especially if Paintsville could come curious, out and win a couple games for a place. Where, uh, where it'll be played. But uh, besides that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think want, we're owed one. I think it should be at Paintsville. The last one was at Paintsville. So, yeah. I mean, to me, it would be only fire. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be, guys, that's going to be bloody because Paintsville's going to argue, well, it's not our fault COVID happened. And then Paintsville's going to be like, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah. But it, yeah. Paintsville's going to argue, hey, you guys are going to have two straight games at your place. I yeah. don't even care. I think. That this team, we're going to be senior led. It's going to be a da- this team could be dangerous. This Pikeville yeah. team, if they want to be, yeah, it, it could be. It's an totally awesome up. Team. And guess yeah. what, Paintsville, you won your state championship, but you didn't play us. You did I think not. That's pretty beat. much in the minds of a lot of people. You did not beat 
us. Okay. Just saying that right out. Just etch, etch that asterisk into that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. State championship trophy. You know, and they say a about lot the, of people like you can't say that on Bluegrass Robins because evidently there's a lot of smart people typing on keyboards. But you know, it's it's very interesting. Oh, dude, I love works. getting the painful people going on there. It's fun. Gosh, I've even had some painful people get on there and tell me, "Man, get them people mad." I can stand them people. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Hey, listen. You know. Those people go crazy. We do too. That's why this is a great rivalry. That's why it's an yeah. amazing rivalry. I'm glad it's back to this. Yeah. But I'm not going to give it, you the argument could be made it's as strong as it's ever been. Yeah, well, but now itself. it has to be sustained on their end. Yeah. So there are big question marks about the Panthers Tigers next year. But if I'm a five player, I'm not leaving that field till I'm up forty. Okay. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. All right, so we've recapped all the state championship games. Do you guys have any, like, because we're going to be off the air for two yeah. weeks, you guys got any closing statements, kind of, before I go into the closing part of our? Yeah. Um, this has been an amazing year. You know, it, I mean, I know the football season didn't end exactly the way we wanted it to. We wanted to be doing a a some sort of a post state championship game show. That would have you been know. so good. Oh, that yeah. would have been great. You know, wherever we would have been able to have done it at, you know, yeah. four hours complete deep dive introspective with interviews <laughs> and everything else. You know, that didn't get to happen. And that's life. You know, it's not yeah. just football, it's life. But I, man, I'll tell you what, with you guys and my son over here, you know, I, I just, you know, my cup runneth over, man. It really does. And the sponsors that that we picked up that we weren't even really out actively looking for, they just said, hey, you need some help. Um, with all that, it, we've been extremely blessed. We've been very blessed to be able to do this and bring this to people and have people like it and things of that nature. Um, but um, anyway, um, we... Uh, Sorry, I dropped some. I just want to wish everybody out there, our fans, I want to uh, – all, all of our guests that's been on this show, you know, so many people that took time out that they didn't have to do. During to COVID, show, yeah. You know, during the pandemic and everything else, Coach Mike yeah. and all the coaching staff who have been nothing but absolutely helpful to us. And, I mean, it, man, when you look at it, it, it really does humble you in a lot of ways. You know, it, it really might let you know just exactly the – sometimes you, you go through and you wonder, you know, I live in this community, but what do these people actually think about me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you, you got to take stock sometimes. And they've all told me and all of us here in a loud and clear voice uh, just exactly what they think of us, and, and apparently they think us uh, they think a lot of us. And, and I just – I couldn't be – more thankful to them for that, and I'm I'm not worthy of it. I, I'm really not. You're not worthy. It, I knew that was going to happen. You're not worthy. Seriously, it it, it's, uh, it definitely makes you sit back and say, "Man, am, am I as good to these people as they are to me?" Yeah, I hope I am. And I'm just speaking for me personally, but from everybody here at Hell Podcast, from my two brothers right here in front of me, and my son, and myself. Uh, and the podcast mom and the podcast mamas yeah. out there, you know, uh, all of our uh, uh, what are we going to call our fans? 
the, the hail we heads. Gotta, we got to so figure that out. They'll, they'll we got to go back to. We got to get their name. We got to get hail heads. The, <laughs> I want to do call ins next year because that could be fun. I don't know. I don't know. We'll you're, figure you're gonna, it out. No, Connor Hall will call in here and ruin it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I just want to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas. Yeah. This has been a such a tough year, but it, it, it's really taught me a lot of things. Uh, it's taught me a couple pretty important lessons that everybody already knows, but you it, you have to get reminded of every, every once in a while. And I know I'm kind of rambling here, but one is to never take anything for granted, you know, ever. Never, ever, ever take anything for granted uh, because uh, nobody's ever promised anything. It can be taken away from you with a pandemic or yeah. people out there have lost their lives, people out there are sick right now. Um, and number two, that sometimes you just got to sit back and marvel at, at, at how God works in your life. And God is always in control. So I'm thankful for thankful to the good Lord and, and thankful that he... Um, this time of season that he uh, uh, gave us his son so that we could uh, we could have a way back to him, and I'm thankful for that. So, And I'm thankful for you guys and uh, on this show, and I'm thankful to all of our fans and sponsors and everybody else. So uh, my rambling is over. I'm, I'm trying not to get a little emotional over here, but I uh, just want everybody out there to know that we love you and we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, Doug. Absolutely. Well, it's been an awesome year. I mean – this never occurred to me that this could even happen. Yeah. Really, when we're just sitting talking about football. And when you look back at what we've done, <clears throat> we have had a lot of Bible history. Yeah. Talked about on this show that has never been talked about. And that's not going to end. I mean, it's awesome. Know. And yeah, we're only going to build on it. But I mean, it. think of the people that walked through that gate. <laughs> yeah. Backyard. I mean, it's cool. The people we've talked to, the stuff we've talked about, the you know, the, how much, you know, and you, you said it with the coaching staff. They, man, they have gone out of their way. Coaching they staff, Christy like Orr, Matt Lake, you know, everybody. Them. I mean, yeah. I mean we, we get to interview people. They, they let us hang around the program. They don't have to do that at all. You know, they've they never not, us, they've never know? told us no yeah. on any request we've yeah. had. Yeah. They've never said no. Yeah. They've and never turned us down. And I'd understand if they did. I would too. And, you know, uh, and then a lot of times we might not say nice things. I mean, just honest, you know be truthful uh and you don't get that from espn or something like that but i'll tell you i just was proud that pikeville had a uh kind of took us in a little bit with this podcast and that you know it's it was kind of a passion project for you guys and you kind of brought me in so i'm thankful for that it's been a lot of fun and uh let's hope we keep it rolling i think that this thing has a lot of uh this thing's got legs though yeah it does it's got legs into basketball and, and really, I hope we can do something for Eastern Kentucky because I think not enough gets said or done for Eastern Kentucky people. And, you know, right now is one of those times where, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We've lost cult. There's a lot of depressing things that you could feel bad for. But you know what? Sometimes you got to be the light in right. the darkness. And that's what we're trying to do. And uh, so, you know what? Just I want everybody to have a Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, it's my favorite holiday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's just so many people out there hurting more than we are. And I just, God bless everybody. And this has been an awesome experience. Chris, Christmas is special to me and JR. And yeah. that's that's another story for another day over, yeah. over our dad and, and what happened when he was a young boy at Christmas. And, and one day, one day we'll tell that story. All right. But not, not right now. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll go ahead and give you a little quick rundown of what my life and this social media journey has been. About four or five years ago, I just got it in my brain one day that I was like, all right, you know, I talk a lot about sports, so I want everybody to get in on the conversation and see what happens. So I started This Show Sucks. Which but, was an awesome idea. Yeah. But, Some of my funnest football experiences after playing football were This Show Sucks. So Just typing stuff on Facebook. We loved it. Yeah, we, we, we had a fun time. It was time. fun. You know, it really was. But the thing about it is, is it didn't go nowhere at that t- point in time because it was really hard to do it on Facebook Live. You've got to be around your computer and you, to get interacted with it and all that stuff. And it just didn't take off, you know, like we wanted it to. So we did a bunch of episodes, but it never did take off. And we kind of, as people do, sometimes they get discouraged and we gave up on it. A couple years later, we came back with it a couple times, and then we never really went off with it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, my whole social media thing, journey of, you know, trying to talk about sports was over. And then Bub comes to me literally at about 9 o'clock at night. He no, texts later than that. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably later than that. <laughs> you know when I text people, it's like yeah. 3 in the morning. So he texts me. He says, hey, I've got an idea. I said, what? He said, uh, Blake Branham, shout out to Blake for actually giving us the idea of what we can do it on, uh, has got that Anchor app, and I've got it too. So why don't we try to do this new thing called the Hell Podcast? I was like, "What uh, the Hell Podcast? Was it all going to be just about Pikeful? And he was like, yeah, hmm. man. You don't know how many people out there want to have a podcast or something to listen to about Pikeful. And I'll be honest, at first I was kind of skeptical about it because it's just Pikeful. And I didn't know how many people were going to be. Well, it was a good sample size. Yeah. So yeah. That's good. You got to so, know that the Bible people are going to like it. Absolutely. You got nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get definitely give this a shot because this is what I want to do because I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like you guys are great at it. And I feel like that we can go. And it, I think it was our second episode. JR and I almost died. Yeah, yeah. We were out in my truck. There's like tornado warnings going on. 48 degrees. No, we're no. out in my truck. There's a tornado warning going on. There's a, a power line. Power lines blowing off transformers right next to us while we're trying to do the show. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, and you guys are like, this is how KSR started. Yeah. yeah. So we started on Anchor and we put out about six or seven episodes during quarantine. Yeah. We had one episode that got a hundred and some people to listen, which was the um, all tie all decade team of the two thousands. But that was really the only one that got any big pop. Well, know? actually, it, it stayed at about fifty for a long time until yeah. we started, you know, kind of going a little bit bigger and getting yeah. and growing. A little That's bit. what I was getting to. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden, you know, the pandemic kind of calmed down a little <clears> bit <throat> at that time, and we had talked to Doug and. This guy over here was like, hey, guys. He's like, you really don't need to be doing that in your truck because that's probably yeah. going to be weird to ask kids, hey, you want to go sit in my truck for like three <laughs> hours and talk about football yeah. and just sit there with the truck on? Well, that, I mean, yeah. I, dude, I knew we weren't going to stay there permanently, but but the Ronnie Ford Express is always going to have a special <laughs> Yeah, yeah, heart, yeah. So. You know, there's a... I know there's probably jokes about what we were doing out in that truck <laughs> just by ourselves. Yeah, so, I mean, weird. I could just yeah. understand why people will be a little skeptical about kids, you know. So... Doug invited us over there, and our first, I never will forget it, we did the one episode where we introduced Doug and we talked about, you know, Doug's past and all that stuff, and and uh, Doug, we 
we begged you basically to come on the show permanently. And it didn't take much begging because Doug was like, all right, I'm in. Well, it's really tough because it wasn't really hard of a decision. Yeah. it's what we do anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, after these games, uh, we usually just talk about it on the phone. Well, the, might the, as well sit on my porch. Yeah, the, the plan was to bring Doug in from the get-go. Yeah. We just couldn't get out to get to him because we were quarantined. Yeah, so with all that going on, we finally get over here and we did one episode where we had, you know, uh, where we was talking about top five uh, wide no, running backs or yeah. whatever. We had all that going on. Got, got kind of spirited. A yeah, bit. and yeah. then um, – I, I never will forget it, the first well, well, the, the first episode with Doug was Doug's favorite subject. You know, Doug got to talk about himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, which uh, is really yeah. what – Yeah, so we sold him we, on yeah, that. Yeah, we, we knew how to hook him. So, <laughs> after I that – sold him. I'm a salesman. Yeah. So, after Man. that, you know, um, we got Isaac on the show. That was our very first guest. And I never will forget it. You know, we always – we watched interviews with Isaac. You know, and we was like, man, you know, he really don't open up a whole lot. And then I told you, I was like, boys, I think we can get the most out of Isaac. And, man, that was a great episode. Yeah, it really was. It really so was. And, and, you know, yeah. we, we got to thank Isaac and yeah. Coach Mike because I talked to Coach Mike and asked him before we even thought about, how, you know, invited yeah. Isaac. And I or said, any player. Yeah, yeah or anybody. I mean, I, you know, I said, do you mind if we, didn't want we to have Isaac on the show? You know. We're wanting to have some players, some current players on. And he said, "No, I don't care a bit. Yeah, you know, go right, go right for it." And it's cool because that's turned into Player of the Week and Hog of the Week. Yeah, yeah. So and, and basketball, it's cool. So that's what I got into. And then you know, after that happened, and then we got Christian and Bull on the next week, and we had like a hundred and seventy oh, yeah. people. It, that it was, was a great more show. than that. Yeah, like, I it was like two thirty in the first week. Uh, hundred and seventy yeah. people and in the first we week. Just, we just kept getting better from there, and we it just kept really getting did. better and better. And then all of a sudden, I never will forget this day. You know, Doug comes up to us and he's like, "Hey guys, so uh, Maya got us a sponsorship." I thought he was pranking me. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he, I thought it was some kind of joke. Doug texted me at like eleven o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, he thought I got us a sponsor. I was like, yeah. "Doug, you've been drinking too much." <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. I was like, "Whatever, Doug. Okay, fine. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we got a sponsor. We're like a NASCAR team now. That's what yeah. it is. It is a funny story. Man. And, and then. then and the, yeah, and then the next day, Doug calls me back. I was like, Doug, you were so drunk last night. You were trying to tell us that you had a, that we had a sponsor. What? No, I, man, I no. Movies it was yeah. What are so you then, talking about? So then, Bruce, so then Bruce and Kitty, Doug drank too much Pepsi. And um, then Bruce and Kitty called me the next day. I was like, no, it's not a joke. We want to do this. And, and I was like, like oh, you. And then you could have knocked me over with a feather. Yeah. You know? And then I start hearing people. And literally, I started seeing it growing before my very eyes. It when people, snowballing. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I got people coming up to me at the hospital where I work at. Hey, man, what's that thing you're doing? The Hell Podcast, you know. And then I get, I walk into the total. I walk into Total Pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. no, no, Faith Pharmacy. Faith Pharmacy. I whoa, into, whoa, yeah, whoa. yeah, yeah. Well, we're fired. Good job, sorry, bro. Christy. Yeah. Oh God. Dude. Yep. Go into Faith Pharmacy. There you go. Faith Pharmacy and. They just out of nowhere, everybody keeps asking me. They was like, hey, thank you for that podcast. That was awesome. We loved that. Keep yeah. it going. And then I start seeing that, you know, just keep going. And then the sponsorship, we got Faith Pharmacy as a sponsorship now, thanks to Bud. Yeah, I walk in there, and Christy looks at me and said, me and Nathan talked about it last night after we listened to your show. Because I just said it in a joking way. I said, yeah. hey, you know, how about uh, – 
on the show. I yeah. said, hey, Christy, how about, you know, sponsoring us or something? We walk in there. I walk in there the next day. I'm having to pick up some medicine. And uh, she looks at me, and, and no, I wasn't picking up a rear-end thermometer. <laughs> and uh, she looks at me and says, me and Nathan was talking last night, and we, we want to sponsor your show. I was hey, like, what? JR's yeah. best tagline ever. Do you need drugs? <laughs> but, no, you know, you and I, I love that sponsorship because of the Hog of the Week. In yeah. my opinion, uh, uh, linemen get ignored a little too much. Christy and, and I uh, sat there and discussed. I, I stood in that drugstore for like an hour that day. They're the most critical them. part of teams yeah, in yeah. football, and and they get. It's not they don't they don't they get ignored. It's just man, they're just as important as somebody that scores touchdowns. Well, that's yeah. what she said. She said, I want to give like a lineman of the yeah, week no, thing out awesome. because you know the lineman don't get a lot of and her they son plays yeah. lineman and yeah. Things like that. So well, it, it was, it was, it just all, man, this whole thing has just came together. We have not had to force yeah, anything. It's organically. It's come together. It's all organic. You know, I know that's just, the big popular tagline. The today, but it's true. It's yeah. weird, though, because, like, you know, I look on my Facebook sometimes on, you know, just days I ain't got nothing to do. And I look at the pictures that I've took and I can see myself, you know, I was real heavy, <laughs> a little fat right there. And then, hey, I look like I lost some weight right there. And it's just like some. When you do, when you yeah. look at the pictures, yeah, because it was quarantine, right? Yeah. And we had to take pictures outside, so we just stood in front of my pool, like four feet yeah. apart and yeah. stuff. And uh, it's just funny because think of how many memories are going to come from that. I mean, oh, like, big we've time, had man. so Absolutely. many people over here, and and it's you cool. Know, we, it's kind of a rite of passage. Yeah, it's not just pipe with football yeah. players or pipe with alums. I mean, we've had yeah. Camille Gear from WIMT on the show. Uh, we've had uh, Troy Howe from KSR on yeah. the show. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love to have them both back again. So had an article with our names in it. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, Troy yeah. writes an article, mentions us, our podcast in it. And, it, you know, it's the cool thing is, Heath, we're making a lot of friends around the state of yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. And really, I'd like to expand that. I love talking to these people. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're watching teams we don't get to see. Right. Yeah. You know, right. and that's great. I'd like to have Nate down here. Yeah, so, and, a, and a, yeah. another big shout out to uh, uh, Coach Bo and Coach Truck and their uh, yeah. uh, YouTube series, uh, Big Things Kentucky. Yeah, uh, they shouted us out on there. So uh, very and, big in Northern Kentucky. Yeah, well, they're very big in the Grand Lakes area. But uh, you know, we were going to have we got to go to state. We were going to go down there and do a show with them. So okay, um, the whole know. thing that I just rambled on about, I'm going to end it with this. These Robinsons are ramble. It is. We, we, all got, we got a lot to say, Doug. We all ramble, Doug. Let's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen. I'm going to end it with this. When I first started the show, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I wanted to do this for because I wanted it to be, get big. I wanted this. You know, just me. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was a little bit selfish, and I was like, boys, you know, I want to, for this to be my career. I want this to be what I want to do for the rest of my life. And you know what? You know what it turned into for me? It turned into more about these kids. Yeah. It yeah, turned into definitely. that. Because when I hear people say, oh, yeah, that Brendan Anthony kid, you know, uh, heard heard about him on the podcast the other night. You know, how good is that kid? And I get to tell them that kid's going to be the real deal in the coming years. Yeah. You got to keep an that eye kid, for him. That and, kid could be the next John Collins. Yeah, strictly. Yes. John Collins, you said it. So, but but also, I get I get what you're saying. You know, something that meant a lot to me was the day we had girls volleyball players, yeah, coach and football player. You Candace, know, you Candace and the cheerleaders Candace was on the, the show. Yeah, it was a, that was a great you know, show. And you you see Blake and Isaac and them and Rico and 
a lot of these football players, okay? But then you see how much it matters to the volleyball team and the cheerleaders. They don't get enough credit. Yeah. Okay. So you well, wouldn't believe that, that's that's when, my confession. Yeah. I got to make toes. I started this out yeah. as just pipe with football. I just yeah. wanted it pipe with football yeah. and pipe with football only. Okay. And I, I mean that's that's my you know I admit that. And I would uh, scream at you. About but this. At it, <laughs> as it went on, and yeah, Doug was talking to me about it, and Jr. was talking to me about it. You know, uh, there's a lot of these kids that on in these other sports that don't really get a whole lot of recognition, and and we've got a platform to be able to do that for them. And Heath, if you tell well, people you know, about like when, when we're interviewing these kids, you should see the smile on their face. Oh yeah, they light up. It's so cool. I mean, we're, I hate to call him out, but I'm going to do it anyway. Except for that one yeah. cheerleader. She 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 acted like we were holding her hostage or something. <laughs> Listen, she's a great girl. She's you know? a great girl. Oh, she's a sweet girl, she's but you, you can tell she was a little nervous. But it's awesome. Ricardo. Fun. Dude, Ricardo was so nervous <laughs> on this show. He he was like Ricky Bobby. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to do yeah, with I don't my hands right, my hand right I mean, now. But he, he gave a great interview, he you did. know, and he, yeah. it was great, man. Well, we have a good talent of calming people down there. Hey, we're just sitting out here talking about football. Yeah. But, so uh, yeah, I've had a lot of our guests tell me within about say the first five minutes or so, they they didn't even realize yeah. they were being recorded. Yeah. And that's that's a big testament to all of us. Yeah. You know, and, and comfortable so, around here. Yeah. Not so, not that we're pat, I'm not patting myself on the <laughs> back or, or anything like that. I'm just saying that's that's something that that's something we do that it we didn't, is, we it, weren't even taught today. It's fun for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. They it, love doing this. Thing. Yeah. And the, and that's this for those kids is great and and i'm just so happy that you know i finally realized hey this is for the kids you have to change your mindset because these kids need this more than you need it these kids need their name up there because if this could reach one college and you get to see how these kids know the game how much they love the game uh you know the understanding they have of the game the understanding that they can go in the media and talk to these people without, you know, freaking out or nothing like that. And they're calm under pressure. And giving them experience. Like yeah, yeah, giving experience yeah. like that, hey, I'm all for it. It's funny you said that because, Allison, we were talking about that, that Eastern Kentucky players don't get enough, you know, publicity. Yeah. All right? I was like, man, it's like you got to live in Lexington or Louisville. And she looked at me one night. This is before I even did this. She's like, what are you doing about it? I was like, whoa, little. So wow. there you go. Yeah, I you know? And somebody did something about it. Allison always yeah. tells yeah. the truth, man. And it's like Adrian can... on, on Rocky Four. Adrian <laughs> yeah. always tells the truth. There you go. Hey. Yeah. Allison always tells the truth. She always tells the truth, man. But I'm just the, my point being is that that's two Rocky Four references in one show. I'm I'm doing pretty good. We're <laughs> gonna grow and now we're going into basketball. And I'm gonna be honest, I haven't really been paying attention a whole lot to Pikeville basketball in about ten years. I have. And yeah. it's awesome. And good year to pick it up. But it, it's a, a good challenge, you know, for us to be able to look forward, you know, to to get into that. We're going to make mistakes. We're yeah. going to we're going to screw up. I mean, it's going to happen. But you know, we're going to grow with it, and we're going to keep getting better. And and yeah. that's part of you know the challenge. Of yeah. And Merry so. Christmas. And Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> and and God a Happy New everyone. Year. And God blesses everyone. And also, now to our restaurant of the week, I would like to <laughs> shout out. Morelli's, amazing, amazing pizza, and they and had. they deliver here in Pikeville. Yes. Listen, listen, I, I've had them to my house two two days this week. Okay, 
and I'm I'm right there. Giovanni's and Morelli's. It just depends on my mood. I like their pizza. Um, I'm gonna try their subs. Yeah, next. I now they're okay. I cannot. My favorite sub ever is Giovanni's Big Red. Okay. Yeah. The sauce on that baby is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Morelli's meatball sub, whew, it's good. But that I like Morelli's good. pizza. It's yeah. sweeter. If you like that sweet taste, yeah, it's, it's got a little oh. bit. The sauce is a little bit sweeter. And yeah, they I like deliver that. downtown Pikeville. Yeah, they, they've delivered to my house. They delivered to me last show. weekend. So yeah, yeah they're it, they're amazing. located all the way up at Millard, but they deliver all the way to Pikeville. So well, yeah, I think we've talked about it a little bit, and I would really enjoy if we actually got to do the podcast at a restaurant. That would be nice to kind of cool. talk about the food yeah. and how good it is. Maybe talk to the owner and have them talk feed us. Yeah. yeah. And have them feed us. And have them feed us. Yeah. Yeah. Potential, yeah. Po- potential po- sponsors. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, I mean, we're, we're going well, to keep I just, crazy I just stuff. hope that, that, you know, the hell podcast curse isn't a real thing at this point. Cause the last time we shouted out a restaurant, like three days later, Mike 253 went out of business. Well, yeah, that's listen, not a We curse. didn't know nothing about that. And they were already thinking about that, I think. So, so Morelli's, yeah. we're sorry if that. If no, that Morelli's ain't going to go out of business. They're going, no, that every, yeah, no, they're starting to get I'm track. telling you. Yeah. But, but hopefully we can get that going. So, yes, you all need to try Morelli's. It's located, uh, where is it? At Miller's. It's in, at, Miller. in Miller's. Right next that? to the Miller BP up there. Yeah. Where yeah. the pool hall is. Yes, yeah, where the pool hall's at and all that stuff. Yeah, we don't work for me, so. It's next to the pole hall. It's up yeah. there next to the pole hall, next to Jimmy John's old summer place, sir. Uh, <laughs> but not Jimmy John's subs. But yeah, shout out to Morelli's. Y'all need to try them out, especially if you love pizza. I know I love pizza, so yes, go try them out. Um, after all this rambling, guys, it's time to end the show. Yeah, we it just was covered, a lot of rambling. But you know what? It's our last episode, last episode of the yeah. year. Brent can't hold anything back now. Congrats to all the state champs out there. Yeah. You know, you got to say that. Even though it ain't us. Hey, listen. Friday was a dark day, guys. It was tough. It was bad. Painsful and Beach won winning state championships. As as much good as coming out of this podcast in the year, we've had our bad times too with the pandemic and us getting beat out in second round playoffs and all that stuff. But guess what? We're still here. You know, we're still coming at you and we're still going to give you fresh episodes. Of the Hell Podcast, the basketball edition. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a fun year. I can't wait to see some Riley Salmon's dunks. I can't wait to see some oh. Zach Lockhart crossovers. Yes. You got four or five guys that dunk on that. Yeah. I can't Don't wait worry. to see Cousin Nick go out there and dominate. Or Trinity just, Road dropping 40 on Yeah, board. Possibly the most underrated Pipeville High School basketball team ever. Yeah. Coming at you. Yeah, we're number four, but I'm telling you what. I go, ahead, go ahead and think Martin County's going to be. Yeah, yeah, and Belfry. Everybody yeah. says Belfry because yeah. they got size. No, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see it's coming up out. in the season. But okay. it's going to be a great time. I can't wait to get into it. But that's the end of our podcast today, guys. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Bruce Walters Ford and Faith Pharmacy. If you need a car or a truck or a golf cart, which they just posted on their uh, site the other day. <laughs> they can't, they can't yeah. say that again. Yeah. They, if they, want, they will, but that's we not now, we, right. we now influence policy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, hey, <laughs> thank you to Bruce Walter. Happy birthday, Bruce. You know, uh, 23 never looked good on nobody uh, like it does you. So, I'll just go ahead and tell you that. Um, also, I want to say thank you to all of the Pikeful people around here that love the show, all our amazing fans. Billy Paul. Billy Paul. 
Here's your podcast. I expect yeah. a call at 7 a.m. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yes. And uh, two weeks off, man. It, it's not going to feel the same, but, <laughs> hey, we got to do it. So, we love you. Worry. You guys yeah. can come over and how, hang out. How, yeah. how can we miss you if you don't go away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, JR. I'll never go away. I'm going to live forever. But, uh, no, I'm not. Shut up. No, I'm not. But, anyway, thank you, guys. We love you been an amazing journey for the first year of the hell podcast and next year's going to be even better love you guys uh, god bless love you guys merry christmas happy holidays happy new year and at the end of the day hell pipeful